Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, August 8th. U.S. equity futures are rallying modestly, so you have S&P futures up 8 points. That's about 20 basis points. Dow futures are up 45 points. That's about 15 basis points. And then the Nasdaq futures are up 44 points, which works out to about 30 basis points. Um, In Europe, the major indices are trading a bit better than the U.S., so they are up about 55 to 60 basis points. Outperformance in autos, industrials, and tech. Tech in particular is doing well, up over a percent. Um, You're seeing underperformance in energy and financials, um, although we're talking about just just pretty much flat. You're not really seeing any major subgroups suffering um, large outsized losses. Um, And then in Europe, the price action was mixed. You had Japan finish up about 20 basis points. Hang Seng fell about 77 basis points. And then the Shanghai Comp rallied about 30 basis points. So pretty slow weekend and morning in terms of big incremental news. The big focus remains on um, the jobs report Friday, which was obviously blowout versus expectations. You had a pretty dramatic reset of tightening expectations on Friday in response to that jobs reports are now 75 basis points for September 21st is pretty much priced in. And then you have the funds rate going to three and a half percent by the end of this year. Um, and then peaking out a little bit above that three and a half to 3.6%. Um, you obviously have a lot of time between now and that September 21st meeting. So, um, you know, these expectations can be as volatile as the stock market is. I don't think necessarily that you're looking at 75 basis points. I think 50 basis points is still more likely than not. And then you're still kind of approaching an important inflection point for Fed policy. You'll be at 3% of the funds rate after that 21st meeting, assuming 50 basis points. Um, and again, even if even if you want to assume the current um, set of market expectations at three and a half percent for the ceiling, you know you you are at the very end stages of this tightening cycle, um, and I think that kind of shifts the narrative, the psychology of the market as it as it regards um, the whole monetary tightening process. Um, you know, I think as far as just the market reactions to the jobs report, obviously you had a you had a shift in Fed expectations, but it also I think refutes a lot of the, um, you know, recession narrative that had been quite loud and insistent for the last couple of months, even though you have had two negative GDP quarters consecutively, um, you know, just listening to companies on their Q2 earnings calls and then looking at that jobs report, it's very hard to conclude that the economy is in recession. So I think you also had some relief on the growth front on Friday. Um, and then on the inflation front, you know, you are seeing a lot of indicators. People can see it with their own eyes, especially in the commodities market. Um, a lot of prices are well off their highs. You are seeing relief happen in other parts of the CPI and PC indices. Um, and then I think the forecast, you definitely are kind of, I think, moving past peak inflation. The question now is just how quickly you come off of those apex levels on on year-on-year price changes. Um, you know, I still think in the very near term, we're a little ahead of ourselves with regards to kind of Fed pivot optimism. Um, but I wrote a kind of broader bullish bear look at the market over the weekend. Um, it's up on the website. There's a link to it in the piece today. But I generally think that, um, you know, you again, you are past peak inflation um, and the growth outlook is not nearly as dire as people were talking about back in June. Um, so that's kind of your big macro backdrop. Incremental news for today is pretty minimal. Um, decent trade numbers out of China over the weekend and then Taiwan this morning. You have more grain ships leaving Ukraine. So you have about 10 ships in total have left in the last week since that agreement was put into place. Um, and now you have them leaving out of three ports. So you have more ports opening. Um, you know, So that is on, on, the, on the right track. Um, fighting is still as fierce as ever. 
Um, you know, Ukraine is kind of engaged in this big counter assault in the southern part of the country as Russia tries to push them back and take that full Donbass territory. Russia looks like they're setting up for these kind of sham referendum votes over the coming month and a half or so, um, whereby these these conquered territories will, will vote in quotes vote um, to kind of join the Russian Federation. Um, on the China-Taiwan front, uh, so the, the most intense military exercises ended Sunday as planned. It looks like China is extending certain pieces of those exercises. Again, I think the market's relatively relax, relaxed for the time being. The assumption is that once these exercises end and Pelosi's trip kind of fades a little bit into the background, that the noise will quiet down. Um, you know, I think China will not forget about this. So you have this big Congress coming up in China, becoming, uh, but, you know, it's due to take place sometime end of October, early November. I think once that's out of the way, um, you know, I think the Chinese government will be more comfortable asserting itself internationally. Um, so I think you may see this kind of go into the background temporarily, but it could resume later this year, early next year. Um, Senate pants passed this mansion Schumer compromise bill on Sunday, as was widely expected. Drug companies scored a small victory um, as far as kind of the language. You know, there had been a, an, a push to extend some of the Medicare price controls to um, commercial plans. So the drugs being purchased by commercial insurance um, insurance programs that was stripped out of the bill. So small victory for the drug industry. But, you know, they're still looking at a. a um, you know, a huge change in policy whereby Medicare will now be able to negotiate um, on the prices for certain drugs. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today. Um, you know, the calendar this week will be dominated by inflation as far as the big macro focus. So U.S. CPI on Wednesday, U.S. PPI on Thursday, you have, and then the latest Michigan inflation expectations on Friday. China's inflation is also out Wednesday morning. Um, and otherwise it's just earnings, but we're really kind of in the end stages of the, uh, calendar Q2 earnings season. So Disney is really the only major report this week. That's Wednesday after the close. And then, um, you know, starting next week, we're into the July end earnings reports that's dominated by tech. Um, you know, so Cisco, Nvidia, AMAT, et cetera. And then it's also dominated by retail. So uh, Target, Walmart, Kohl's, all the big retailers have, um, July and quarter. So they'll be coming out. Um, with earnings over the balance of this month and then early in September. Uh, and that is everything for today, Monday, August 8th. Thank you for listening.